Welcome back into the bullpen. Hello, everybody. We're back. It's uh, after the Super Bowl, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that. The usual suspects here in the bullpen, Brandon, Evan, JP, Dan. Let's talk about that Super Bowl. Let's start with JP. JP, your boy Cam, had a bit of a struggle on Super Sunday. Uh, what were your takeaways from the game, bud? Let's say the team. <laughs> More importantly, the offense. If we want to call our names, tag in Philly Brown and uh, – Whoever else decided to drop the ball. Um, the two fumbles by the running back was terrible. I, the offense just didn't show up. I mean, granted, Cam didn't have the best game ever, but, I mean, every time they got close, something bad happened. And I just don't understand how Ted Ginn reverted back to Ted Ginn Junior Varsity mm-hmm. and just forgot that he has two hands and not two wooden paddles. <laughs> like, it was uh, it was tough to watch. Yeah, I mean, it was across the board. I don't think you could put it on Cam. I don't think you put it on any one particular player. I think everyone kind of sure. dropped the ball, yeah. literally. In Ted Ginn's case, he had 10 targets and only got four passes. And then, excuse me, they had some key plays um, that they just didn't make. And obviously, that killed them. Brandon, what were your takeaways? Yeah, well, Denver's defense is freaking awesome. Uh, like, yeah, legit. That's, uh, um, yeah, I mean, we all kind of thought that if the Panthers showed up, they were going to win that game. And, and, they didn't. They didn't even show up really defensively, too, to to a certain degree. Like I thought they would get a lot more takeaways from Peyton Manning, and I know Coney Ely made that ridiculous one-hit interception, but that was pretty much it. Um, Keekley made a few plays, but nobody else really on that defense really made plays like you kind of expected them to. Well, Norman dropped his two opportunities. They should have both been picks. That's what I'm say- saying. They, they, yeah, their defense didn't make. But they plays only had they nine. Had. They only gave up nine points going into the. Fourth quarter when yeah. the offense wasn't helping them out, so I feel like the defense played well. It's just that O did absolutely nothing. Well, that's what we kind of talked about all year: is that how is this offense working without any real receiving core? Mm-hmm. And when they went up against a defense that, which we said last time was the best defense they were going to see or they saw all year, <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely, and and that clearly showed again. I mean, when I was going to say when they w- went up against a secondary that had all the tools to stop them, they were they weren't going to perform as the as the way we'd seen them perform earlier in the postseason. I mean, but like those dimes, Jericho Cotri, everything was like hitting him in the chest. He let Von Miller rip. I mean, granted, Von Miller is a silverback himself, and he played <laughs> arguably the best game of his life. I mean, he's unblockable. He he was unstoppable. So shout out to Von Miller for literally winning. Peyton Manning a championship, but I mean Jericho Cotter had a touchdown. Any other receiver would have caught that and stepped into the end zone. You just let him rip the ball from you at like the very last second. Mm-hmm. It was just a terrible offensive performance by that squad. So what what does this mean for Carolina now? They they obviously they were touted as the best team in the in the league all year. Well, arguably with with say New England and Denver, but what what does this say for them? What do they have to do here in the offseason? They need some skill. They need some skill play. They need running backs. I mean, granted, I, they could use two new offensive tackles, but I mean those guys held up pretty well all season. Granted, they hadn't seen Von Miller all year, but like they need some running backs. Mike Tolbert clearly is not the answer. Jonathan Stewart's getting old, although he did ball. He leaped into the end zone. I mean, he showed extreme vert. Uh, but they need wideouts. Like, they need wideouts well, terribly Kelvin bad. Benjamin coming back. Yeah. Um, so, who, who also had shaky hands in his rookie season. So, like, they but need to find some stand-up wideouts. I think his rookie year, too. So, like, I mean, you got to get into the red zone to, to kind of use Kelvin Benjamin. But, um, but yeah, their only real free agent that they're going to lose is probably Norman. Um, so, for the most part, they're going to have that team back and intact. Um, but it's just going to be like it's it's all going to revolve around Cam. 
like you know, as as it did this year, and it's it's going to revolve around him again next year. And Norman's going to get paid. He only made one point five. Yeah, Norman's going to get paid. Yeah. yeah, despite his two drops in the Super Bowl. So, um, yeah, it'll be it, it'll be all on Cam's shoulders, and we'll see how he responds. You know, after the you know the post Super Bowl stuff, and yeah, um, we could get into that too. But yeah, I mean, it's it's he's you know he doesn't like to lose. You know, I mean, I, I said it was a bad look. I didn't disagree with the move i just i i thought it was a bad look for him but and it was and it's hard when you've got chris harris on the other side of a curd yeah rack. but but if you can't take a guy you're saying oh i don't think you can throw the ball well chris harris oh, wasn't he wrong yeah. he couldn't throw the ball right. in that game. not in that game um so if you can't take that if you can't take that kind of stuff like you know that that's not a good sign like if, if you if you know if teams are like okay all we got to do is hit him a couple of times rattle him a bit which is not easy to do, and not a lot of teams are like the Denver Broncos to do it. But if you do that, and then you you know talk a little bit in his ear, you might get him off his game. So, I mean, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but you know that doesn't exactly bode well maturity-wise. Any yeah. concerns on that uh, on not going for the fumble recovery? No. Do you think that was just a I mean, fluke? He, he he flat out came out and said that he didn't want to go down there because he didn't want to get hurt. Like, yeah, in the moment it looked yeah. bad. Right after it kind of looked bad when you heard he his would explanation. Have, he would have to jerk look that where the knee. ball ended up. Yeah, yeah. 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 no, I'm, there's no doubt. I just that was a big story, especially during the game. No, on no, I, I, I think everybody was like, oh, he should have jumped on that. And there are a lot of quarterbacks who probably would jump on that ball. Um, but you know, it, it, in the grand scheme of things, like he, you know, who knows? He could have gotten hurt. But you know, I mean, I can sit here and say that if that's me, <laughs> like I'm going to jump on the ball. Yeah. But yeah. I'm also not. You know, I don't get paid the kind of money that Cam does in endorsements and all that kind of stuff. So, on the Broncos side of the ball, obviously the the big storyline will be Peyton Manning's future. Who did absolutely nothing. I know he really didn't in that game, and and I was just so happy that at the end it was like Von Miller got the MVP. Oh yeah, Peyton Manning was that, somewhat that gracious. That we didn't see. I'm going to go drink some Bud. Yeah, um, but. Uh, on the Broncos side of the ball, I assume we'll talk about the Peyton Manning, what the future of the, the Broncos is when he officially announces yeah. his retirement or yeah. he's departing. But at this point, there was a little bit of controversy surrounding the Broncos. Uh, Evan, what was the what was the story here on this? Yeah, apparently the replay official who works Super Bowl Fifty, his wife is a very big Broncos fan. Now, <laughs> I think this really only matters for the people out there who be like, "Oh, a guy's actually going to be influenced by who his wife cheers for," and have it you know, in, in, inhibit his ability to do his job. I don't think that would really be the case, but... Do you find uh, yourself rooting for the Padres? No, I don't find myself rooting for the Padres <laughs> because my fiance is a Padres fan. <laughs> Especially when the A's play them, and then we <laughs> beat them all four bad. games last year, so... Um, or at least the two that we saw in San Diego. But, no, I would never let that happen. I'm just, I'm just kidding, but... I mean, you have to think that there's no way... The funniest part of the story... Look, look, look who the link is from. It's from Boston. The only people that care about this story yeah, and exactly. that care that yeah. the fix is in is the most spoiled fan base out there that thinks everybody's out to get them and, and thinks that they're like, that's it's it's a non-story. But it's funny to, to laugh about. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm with you guys. I doubt it. I, I very much doubt it. But if you go back to my theory from last time, if conspiracy theories hold and everything worked out exactly as it I should. I did think Peyton that first that first overturn was a catch, though. Like, I was adamant about that. But, like, that wasn't even close. Like, yeah. the ball didn't touch the ground. If <laughs> everybody at home is watching it yeah. and the, well, I, we the guys in the booth yeah, yeah. understand, it's just getting ridiculous. It's just it's dumb. Like, you have to keep the ball one inch off the ground for it to be a catch now. Like, that's essentially what you have to yeah. do. 
I mean, he shouldn't have bobbled it in the first place, but it was right. obvious that he caught it. And they're like, ah, oh, the play, the call on the he field had his stands. hand on like, it the whole gosh. time. Yeah, and every, and it was a snowball effect all downhill after that. Yeah. Super Bowl Fifty had a, a a few players on display from uh, from the same draft, in fact. And uh, Brandon, you you brought this up. This 2011 NFL Draft one and two were in this game for sure. Think about how ridiculous that 2011 draft is. Go ahead. With, with Cam Cam one, yep. Von Miller two. So you had yep. the MVP, the Super Bowl MVP. You had the Defensive Player of the Year that was picked 11th, JJ Watt. Mm-hmm. Arguably two of the top five wide receivers currently in the NFL, A.J. Green and Julio Jones. 144. <laughs> Marcel Darius, who's no slouch and he's going to get paid from the Bills. Patrick Peterson. Yep. Um, despite his off-field troubles, Alden Smith can still get after the passer. Blaine Gabbert, number 10, Yeah, baby. but that's the thing. Like, if you're, looking at, if you're looking high here, the only ones who really struck out were the Titans, Jaguars, and Vikings here early Christian on. Ponder. Yeah. But then you go even down way to the like bottom. Ty- Tyron Smith, probably one of the best tackles yeah, in football nine. right now. Right. Ryan Kerrigan, unblockable, yeah. like off the edge That's there. Crazy. He was taking 16th. But if you go all the way to the bottom and work your way up even, you've got Jason Kelsey, who's yeah. a solid lineman in the Eagles. Richard he was 191. Was, was Shiloh. Yeah. Richard Sherman, Shiloh Keogh contributed for the Broncos this year. Tyrod Taylor was pick 180. He's now doing all right in Buffalo. Um, Andy Dalton, Randall Cobb. Julius Thomas was a fourth round Justin pick. Justin Houston and DeMarco Murray were back-to-back picks in the third round. And Chris Harris was an undrafted free agent out of this class, so I think he technically qualifies, who might be one of the best mm-hmm. cover corners in all of football. But just, like, looking at it right That's now, yeah. like, this you draft, you know, outside of those three teams, sorry, Titans, Jaguars, <laughs> and Vikings fans. <laughs> I hated that pick from the get-go. I cursed the skies when we drafted Ponder. But, yeah, I just thought it was kind of funny to play off the Super Bowl aspect of it. While the game was going on, uh, Marshawn Lynch tweeted out a photo of a pair of shoes hanging from, like, you know, a power cable or a power line or whatever. It sounds like he's telling his close friends that he's going to retire. What do you guys think? Is this, uh, is this a mistake at this point? Should he retire? Are if, we done? I mean, his body's done. Wasn't if someone didn't know he was from Oakland, they figured it out. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, based on that, the shoes on the power line. <laughs> but no, I mean, some people also said, well, maybe this just means he's leaving Seattle. I think he's he's got to be done. I think for a career, he's just too. He's beat up. He's not what he used to be anymore. I think he knows that. Obviously, he's probably tired of having to deal with the media yeah, aspects tar- of it. with all the crap that comes with being a professional football player. And there was <clears> talk <throat> this week too that he apparently hasn't spent any right. of his playing yeah. money, which would be it's remarkable. Like Forty something million dollars. Because he's got a big house uh, in Oakland near mm-hmm. the water. Well, all those endorsements. If you live off your like grown, yeah. you live yeah. off your yeah. endorsement checks. You don't have to spend your regular NFL paycheck. That's the thing. Yep. How many things has he really endorsed? Sorry, right, he's got the Pepsi commercial just recently. Skittles, obviously Skittles, yeah. but that's really about it. It's not like that that we know of. Yeah, he I probably mean, could have some local stuff like yeah, in pop Seattle. up in Seattle that we don't know about. He's probably got. I mean, I'm assuming he's a Nike guy, right? Too. Yeah, I'm he, sure he makes. I'm sure he makes money on the side of that. Yeah. Yeah. And some of that will continue. Right? Yeah. After his, after he's he done, he patented so. beast mode. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. there'll never be another. He's tight. Yeah, he's he's okay. But yeah, I think if he if he if this is it, like good for him. He's going out on his terms. He's got himself a Super Bowl. He arguably could have had two. Yeah. Could have. Yeah, Pete. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> and the ball. Um, <clears throat> I mean, from a from a divisional standpoint, good riddance. Oh, you're I mean, you're elated, huh? <laughs> yeah. He, he hasn't. Uh, he wasn't too effective this year obviously but we weren't either so it didn't really matter until thomas rawls gashes you <laughs> for right. 142 yeah, tubs right. uh, and, and like i said i think the seahawks might be better off in terms of i think their offense you know is 
was way better when Marshawn went down and they didn't have to worry about giving the ball to him 20, 25 times a game. So, Marshawn potentially retiring. As I said, good riddance. Uh, ESPN, <laughs> um, ESPN put out a put out a list today, kind of a fun one. We'll go through a few of these. They said this what, was great. By what the way, this were the next twenty five Super Bowl winners? Who would those be? Okay, and they just started right with. Uh, let's go through just a few. I'll just jump on them. Next year, supposedly the 49ers are going to beat the Patriots. All right, uh, it's, it's it's pretty much done. <laughs> it's it's no, uh, but it gets better. It's it very better. satirical. Uh, the, so the then it, we'll just jump to fifty five. <clears throat> fifty five is oh, the San Diego. We're, we're going to skip fifty three. My, the lone Vikings Super Bowl title that we're going to get here? Right. That's another reason you know it's <coughs> fake. I know, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the Redskins not in here. Sorry, JP. Um, <laughs> I looked for them. Uh, the Vikings, yes, to win over the Colts in Super Bowl 53. Uh, in this, though, um, Adrian Peterson was traded, and Minnesota re- received seven draft we, picks we from got, Dallas. We got the, we got the revenge, <laughs> on, uh, revenge on Dallas for the Herschel Walker deal. This is all satirical also stuff Also pouring here. salt on the wound that Blair Walsh, Walsh calmly <laughs> connects to 20. That's when I knew it was like completely an utter. I mean, not that I didn't think it was, uh, was utterly funny when they had the Niners winning next year. No yeah, offense, guys. Exactly. But, but yeah, these are, this is a really funny read. Yeah, Especially it, the, stadiums. the stadiums. The stadiums are great. Get better and better. For, as you get further and further down the line. Toronto right. Argonauts versus the <laughs> New York Giants at the Telepathic Media Network <laughs> can, Stadium. Can we talk about That's Super Bowl NFL, 57? CFL, C- NFL-CFL merger happens, <laughs> and then the Toronto Argonauts win the Super Bowl. The and, then, and then we have Chargers. Alabama playing in two yeah. Super yeah, Bowls. Yeah, because then the NFL and the SEC merge <laughs> in 15 years, and then they win a, they win a title. Uh, With Lane Kiffin at the helm? <laughs> How is Monty Kiffin the defensive coordinator at 93? Yeah. <laughs> the Super Bowl 70 is the Dublin Shamrocks versus the Sydney Tsunami. And this is on May 4th, by the way. Uh, that's when the game is played because there's now a 48-team playoff tournament in the <laughs> NFL. Is that, <laughs> why, they, is that why they need a Viagra stadium? Uh, ecstatic Shamrocks players dump a cooler of Guinness Stout on Brian Kelly, who's the coach of that team. Whoever put this together, kudos. Like, yeah, very, very well done. Like, just the names of the teams and, like, the fact that they, like, thought about this and, like, essentially wrote a story about how things were going to play out. Just um, There was one that had Tom Brady's uh, sons squaring off mm-hmm. uh, against each other. Uh, this is... Uh, what was it? Monaghan and, and, and yeah, Tom Brady go. Jr. Um, I guess this was 59? 69. Had the Giants and the Patriots in Wembley Stadium 3. Why they got the Giants in so many Super Bowls? (laughs) Who is this guy? (laughs) Bridget Moynihan and uh, Giselle going at it. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Uh, The last one, Super Bowl 75, um, says that the kickoff temperature at Lambeau Field would be 125 degrees on June 30th. Global warming. (laughs) But nevertheless, Rivers Romo. Passes for 292 and connects with two touchdowns for <laughs> wide receiver Robert Griffin the fourth. <laughs> Cleveland quarterback Benjamin Roethlisberger throws three touchdowns, including two to veteran tight end LeBron James Jr. Could you imagine that? Like <laughs> Roethlisberger's kid playing for the Browns. Oh, that would God. be like that's the that's the funniest thing about this. There might be some retribution. <laughs> Let's not forget about Cardell Jones throwing 330 yes, yards for the, the for the veteran monarch, the London monarch. <laughs> wait, wait, that also says President Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, at the very at end. the Venetian wow. Resort Dome in Las Vegas. The final line of this post is: Training camp begins the following week, which this game was played on June 30th, for each of the league's 128 teams. <laughs> so there you go. Honestly, it's not that far fetched. You think? 25 years they're going to add. What's the numbers on that? I mean, the NFL—they just love to just keep that's pouring it on. All right. Well, I thought that was interesting. That's that's good. I like that. 
Uh, let's move on to the list this week since we're still in the NFL. Fox Sports released the results of a survey, and I know how much JP loves Fox Sports. So uh, this is a report <laughs> from a survey from Public Policy Polling, and they uh, polled people what the most hated team in the NFL is. This one's not that big a surprise. I think the most, the favorite team is is more of a surprise. But who do you guys think is the new hated team in the NFL? Twenty three percent of of fans polled said New this. England. The Patriots. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's not surprising at all. Cowboys dropping to second at number twenty. That's what happens when you all of a sudden suck. Twenty seven percent of fans say that Cowboys do not deserve the designation America's team. They don't. Who even gave that to them in the first I mean, I'm place? Sorry. They I'm gave sorry. that to Flip themselves. Twenty seven percent of fans say they do. No. Sixty four percent said they do not res- uh, deserve no. that. All right. So the most popular team in the NFL. There's there's this is a list of like six and it's only fifteen percent of people. What do you guys think it is? Is it the Packers? This isn't fun when you guess them right. All right, so the Packers is number one. Number two, this was a surprise to me. So people in Wisconsin have a lot of time on their hands <laughs> to vote in these useful what? surveys. All right. Well, number they all two. own the team, so they can they can do that. Um, this is the most popular team in the NFL. Man. Denver? No. 13% said Carolina. Oh, well. It could also depend on when this poll was done. Yeah. Right? Ten percent said the Cowboys, nine percent the Steelers, and I was surprised by that. Uh, oh, I'm not surprised no. by the Steelers. A lot of Pittsburgh transplants. Yeah. A eight, lot of people in Pittsburgh don't have the internet. Eight percent for Denver, seven percent for the Giants, and six percent for the Seahawks. And that means teams like the Redskins, the 49ers, um, I guess the Steelers on there. They're below five percent. It just seems surprising to me. Yeah. People in Capitol Hill got better things to do. I suppose this is where we this is where we insert that uh, I'm only a bill song from the uh, from conjunction. (laughs) All right. Well, football season's over. Thank the Lord. That was a long 22 weeks Mm. or whatever it was. Uh, I miss it already. Brandon, just start planning fantasy football uh, programming now. Yeah, that's going to start soon. Let's turn to college basketball. Uh, We're headed towards the tournament. One team that will not be there are the Louisville Cardinals. They've self-imposed ban for Louisville. Louisville. A uh, self-imposed postseason ban for uh, an investigation that's ongoing into the university. Details of which involved, uh, help me out with the details here. Involved strippers and sex with players, etc. That's all you really need. Strippers to say. and cocaine, etc., etc., etc. So now the question I had on this one, guys, um, Patino's kind of upset about this because the university decided to do it. Do you do it to save face and hopefully not get? The hammer from the NCAA, That's or exactly do you? No, I know that, but yeah. I'm saying in your mind, should they have done that, or should they? No, it's not. I've just waited. Not I fair. thought he was mad because they did it without counseling him. Like they didn't tell him. Right. They self-imposed the ban, and it was like, oh yeah, here's a press conference, and we're not going to the playoffs. I don't think he was mad that they decided to punish themselves. Okay. It was how they punished themselves. And I think it's the fact that obviously, Patino really doesn't get hit by it at all. I mean, yeah. yeah, he doesn't get to coach the postseason this year, but he's done dozens of them before. Yeah. You know, the two kids who transferred were graduate transfers mm-hmm. who came to Louisville for a chance to play in the tournament and go deep in March aren't going to have that opportunity now. Um, you know, the, the president doesn't really get hurt by it. The athletic director maybe a little bit gets hurt by it, but really his point was, you know, take away my salary, take away something from the president, take away <coughs> something from them instead of the kids who yeah. had nothing to do with it. Especially because it was a few years ago. Right. Right. Um, you know, and also for the fact that Bettino can say he had no role in it and didn't know what was going on, I don't believe him on mm. that. And really, I think that's why <laughs> someone like 
him should pay. He should pay. The AD should pay. The president should pay rather than the kids. Yeah, he already paid the women. Well, and that and, and <laughs> it was an assistant. It was an assistant coach or an assistant who's to the now team left. Right. Who's left, but then also got suspended from his current school too. Right. right. So he's getting the hammer too. So. Unfortunately, they have no chance to be in the tournament, but they could still win a regular season conference title. Uh, I know who cares. And play spoiler, I, I, yeah. I suppose. Um, but I guess I guess the question is, and would if you were the university heads that made that call, would you have done it, or would you've waited for the hammer from the NCAA? I think you wait for you got to wait for the hammer. I agree. I don't. I mean, yeah, those kids might get punished, but like you're you're doing this mid season like that. That hammer would come down in the off season where kids would have a chance to maybe transfer to another mm-hmm. school, or kids who were thinking about going there would can change their mind and go somewhere else. Um, you know, doing it in the middle of the season is is pretty bush. And this doesn't. I mean, this doesn't stop the hammer. Like it doesn't stop no, yeah. the actual sanctions yeah. that could come two years from now right. when they have another two year postseason ban. So, uh, any early uh, favorites? What do you guys think of uh, the college basketball field right now? What do you I've, lo- I've buddy healed. <laughs> the, mm. Oklahoma's deep. I've watched very little college basketball, to be honest with you. But Oklahoma's a good squad, but th- they've got a lot going. There's for a them. ton of teams. There's about ten teams that could probably win. Yeah, it. it might be double that. It might be twenty. Yeah. I mean, there's so much this, balance. This, you might have the year. This this might be the year where you get like, you get multiple four, five, and six seeds in the, in the final four. In the final four, and maybe even have like a six or a seven win it all. Yes, yeah, like just because it's so there's so much parity. I think I saw I saw a stat over the weekend. I think it's like six teams have been number one already this year. Oh well, yeah, to like one or two last year. Nobody wants to hold on to that number one spot. No, there's like twenty times that a top five team has lost to an unranked team, mm-hmm. something like that. I mean, wow. it's just unbelievable the number of upsets that are occurring yeah. this year. How's ASU doing? Oh. <laughs> Ever since I got to conference, <laughs> not so no. good. Uh, how's USC doing? They're actually top 25. Georgetown is the team. And, oh, that's right. Uh, I forgot. Struggling. I forgot. Yeah. You're lucky that they don't play ASU, Evan, because you know Georgetown will run them out of the building <laughs> over here flailing his hand like the Hoyles wouldn't run those Sun Devils. Uh, I just mean because you, you didn't take audits from them. Right. You still cheer for them. <laughs> that's all. Although, he was, you're from the East Coast. Yeah. Partially. He's from there. Yeah. Born yeah, Evan, I, Evan's just a hater. That's I, all that I, is. I, I, I give him the Georgetown one more than the, the, the SC one. Yeah. I can give him that one. Well, I'll give he grew that. up there. I'm teasing. Well, San Jose State was leading <laughs> UNLV at half last night. That's all I got for you. Wow. <laughs> and I'm sure they lost. Could San Jose State beat Boston College? <laughs> no. I, I watched that like... Boston College Carolina game the other day, and oh my God, I thought they were going to lose that game. And if that was the case. UNC should have imposed this uh, self-imposed ban on this year's postseason. <laughs> if you lose to B- BC at home after losing two, the two games previous to that, you don't deserve to go to the tournament. That was bad. All right. Well, we'll talk a lot more college basketball in the coming weeks as we get closer to conference tournaments and uh, and the big dance. In the NHL, Blackhawks coach Joel Quenville stomps out of his presser after. Uh, you just want to be like Cam, man. Yeah. Taking a note from Cam's book, I guess he said, "I don't know the rules anymore." And this is in regards to a goalie interference call, which was against the San Jose Sharks. I know very little about this team, so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so no, but anyway, I look, I went back and looked at the the replay a couple times, and I don't think it should have been a goalie interference call, but. His his antic was, I don't know the rules anymore, threw his hands up, and he walked out of a press conference. And this applies to all sports. Do you think coaches should be fined for the things they do in press conferences? Because I, I think coaches should be hammered harder than players. You know, I think, you know, he needs to, 
I mean, he's the coach. He sets the tone. Like, mm-hmm. he's the face of the, the organization because, you know, you don't talk to the owners or the GMs after every game. You talk to the coach. So, um, you know, I, I get that sometimes your emotions get the best of you. But, but yeah, he's got to stand. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's one game. It's not like this is the playoff game. It's not Stanley Cup finals or anything like that. Like, you know, it's a regular season game, you know, and you're still the Blackhawks. Like, you're still number one in the West. Just chill out, bro. Like it's one <laughs> call. I'm, I'm sure he's gotten plenty of calls that have gone the Blackhawks' way. Oh, yeah, know. for so. sure. I mean, you have to get some just to win the Stanley uh, Cup. My my stars are playing them tonight. I'm sure there's going to be a call that goes against the stars in favor of the Blackhawks tonight. So. And Brandon's going to walk out of his living room, and I'm going to walk out of my living room, throw my hands up. <laughs> I don't know what the rules are anymore. I don't know what they are. Uh, JP, what are your thoughts on this? Anything? I kind of like it when the coaches call out people. I want to hear that, you know, as a Jesus Nice always says, got to hear both sides. So if you have a grievance and you want to air it out to the media, maybe one of the refs will actually step up and say why he blew said whistle, and we can debate it. Instead of talking about, oh, we're going to fine you for saying the refs suck. Well, the refs actually do suck. They In suck pretty, pretty bad. pretty much every sport now. Yeah. Football being the most prevalent. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, hoop refs aren't terrible, but football easily has the worst refereeing in all the professional sports. I don't. I don't trust any officiating in any sport nowadays. Like it just. <laughs> I go into every game that I watch knowing, okay, the officials. Are how are the officials going to mess yeah. this up? I mean, C- Canadian Football League lets you challenge the refs like <laughs> one time a game. I think that's ingenious. Like you can throw a flag on a ref, they go and review it, and somebody upstairs goes, "Actually, the referee is wrong." You know, that's pass interference. Canada's got it figured out, man. How many yeah. layers do you go, though? At some point, you flow the, throw the flag on the ref, then you yeah. throw the flag on the replay official, then you throw yeah. the flag on the NHL. Exa- I don't know. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I'm with you. I think I, I, I don't have a problem with a coach airing it out and just saying, hey, I, I don't agree with you. I don't think you should be fine for that. But I also think if you are committed as part of your position to hold a post-game press conference, then yeah. you should do that. You know? And I guess he did. He answered one question. Yeah. Um, this week's random shot. We're short on time, so we'll, we'll go through this. Uh, this was in uh, complex.com. There's something about Chad Johnson used to soak his feet in urine to uh, to heal ankle sprains. Is he Moises Alou? He, he said complex like he's never heard of it before. Complex.com. Yeah. yeah. Do you, do you yeah, listen to Kanye? <laughs> Let's Ye- not go back to this. Do you know we already, Beyonce we already know the answer to that. Yeezy, season, try- Yeezy, Yeezy season 3 came out today. I want you to know, JP, that I'm trying to expand my music library to accommodate some of these conversations. But uh, <laughs> real quick, the random shot is uh, if you can imagine what the worst thing you stepped in is. Easily. Go for it. Dog feces. Yeah. That's it? Yeah, That's the worst thing? Well, I mean, what... Like what? What does a regular st- person step in? in? I haven't. I haven't stepped I in human, human remains shit. or anything nah. like that. Like, yeah, so, it'd yeah. have to be that. It'd have to be stepping on a dead body. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I stepped in a carcass and they just changed now, my life. It was still warm. If like, you had, if you had a foot, I know this is kind of a weird one, but if you had a, a foot injury, what would be? What? How far would you be willing to go to heal that foot injury? Would you put your foot in urine? I mean, it's a ton of soap and water at Chad Johnson's house, so I can see why he wouldn't trip off that. <laughs> it's it, well, because wh- it's warm. Warm, like if it's warm, it's uh-huh. um, it's it's not like it's pretty sanitary as as, as sure. a warm. So <laughs> I haven't seen the clip though. Like, what's what about it? I don't know. That's like power. I don't know. Well, you know, Moises Alou used to pee on his hands. Right, but that was to toughen it up. Like, well, I get that. he would. He, Marquez the boxer drank his urine. If you've yeah. ever been scuba diving, what's the first thing your instructor says before you go in the water? Pee on your wetsuit, and then you fall in. Yeah. So I, I, the urine thing isn't 
I mean, it would have been different if you said, like, hey, Chad Johnson just rubbed, like, horse manure on his face <laughs> to clear his skin up. Like, that's the issue. <laughs> but, like, the urine thing, like, I, I granted it's weird. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's egregious by any, any stretch. <laughs> I'm sure people have done worse. Yeah. All right. Well, um, if you want to check this out, he was on with Mike and Mike uh, in the morning, and he just said he used to use urine to... Uh, complex. Com- complex.com. Uh, real so, quick, we did have some interaction from the fans this week. Uh, we had a YouTube comment from Francisco saying he was inspired by Rupp. This is our uh, episode from last week when we talked about Galen Rupp. Until I heard about him doping, what do you guys think about that? Any concerns about the doping? Hey, man, the Olympics is the biggest stage ever. This is like Cam in the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm sad that he got caught, but I'm pretty sure that everybody else is trying to get a competitive advantage. Yeah, so just like cycling. I'm not going to fault him for it. Just It's unfortunate that he didn't take the proper precautions to get away with it. <laughs> if you're not it's cheating. only cheating if you get caught. Yeah, you're not, if you're not, you're not cheating, you're not trying. So. Any thoughts on that elsewhere, Ev? It happens to too many guys in the Olympics, too yeah. many guys and women in the Olympics, especially if you're Russian. So it doesn't bother me. <laughs> All right. Wow, he especially. got something against the Russians. Yeah. Um, we did have Olympic predictions from our good friend Andy Barons, who tweeted at the bullpen pod his his marathon trial <laughs> predictions. Oh, jeez. Meb Rutz. Make sure we Ritz. save this. Me- Meb Rupp Ritz for the men. Uh, and then women, Lyndon Flanagan Burla. So for those of you that were and tuning let's, back let's mark in that for down. more Olympic let's predictions, mark that down and you got so we now. can check the back Meb, in August. The Meb dude is tight because he's old. He's an OG. He's 40. So I, I guess if hours, hey, won Boston, uh, if ago. Rupp wanted to get the competitive advantage over a 40-year-old OG who was 10 years his senior, if... <laughs> Hey, man, you do what you got to do. All right. Well, please tweet at us and email us at the bullpen pod and bullpen at gmail.com. And we had no Ask JP submissions. Look how sad he is. Cliff, Lawrence, you guys are are now on the degenerate friend list. (laughs) And lastly, as we wrap up the show, we got another care package here from uh, said Andy Andy Barron. We'll let you get it, Dan. Let's open it up. From. Complex. What, what is he gonna like? I, is it a bunch of like? If you're watching on, is YouTube, it a bunch of running short shorts? YouTube, are we gonna have to wear them? Like <laughs> this is from Andy Evans doing the honors. I opening hope the box. Not. What's in the box? <laughs> Here it comes seven. If you haven't seen it, he tweeted oh, said yeah. he is he Uh-oh. has Uh-oh. updated his uh, sponsorship. Let's see. Evans got to hit the gym. Oh the, oh, the suspense. Oh, the suspense. <laughs> come on, come on, Nick Collison. Fingers, baby. Iowa foam fingers for all. Yes. Oh my gosh! And it's got the three fingers up. Three, three. All right. Well, uh, thanks for checking us out this week on the bullpen podcast. Oh, wow! Oh, basketball. basketball. Right, wow. We're, we're back on the Iowa bandwagon yep. for the college basketball Who season. Bitch? Good Who shot, bitch? Andy. Uh, one of our. Uh, one of our cool our Evan over here being here. slick nasty. <laughs> I'm not gonna we didn't just see that. Go to YouTube. Wow. Go to YouTube. About the uh, 31 minute mark. Check it out. <laughs> Yo, Iowa, Iowa, three fingers? <laughs> we'll wait for a response from Andy on that. Oh, dear. Oh, Somebody dear. say something, Hawkeye Nation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the Bullpen. Please uh, keep in touch with us. Uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks and uh, we'll get more into college basketball, etc. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> What does three fingers mean? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, at least the shocker. It's... At least the shocker's cool. <laughs> Later, you Yes. <laughs> I love it. Iowa. Wow. I love it. This cat Baron. It's even like the appropriate way Thanks, of brother. doing like the the three. Oh, unless you're German.
Like, if you're going to symbol the three, like, for the for the win. Somebody's got to... You think Andy <laughs> You think Andy actually spends more on shipping and handling than he does on the actual, on the actual gift? <laughs> oh, Barons. This is nuts. Thanks, Barons. That's good stuff, man. Be safe, sir. All right.